Welcome back, everybody. Hold on to your seats. We're on episode number 324 of the Mail Right Podcast. Today, John and I are going to talk about... I've already got him laughing. I'm, I'm three seconds into the it's show. Just that introdu- it was just that introduction. I didn't know what you were going to say there. He's, he's, in, he's in a funny mood today, folks. He's, uh, I, I am. I had a really long call with like really two high-level digital professionals, and it, it kind of got me a little bit like buzzed in, in enthusiasm. So... Um, and we're going to invite them on the show. I'm going to keep it a secret to who they are, but hopefully they'll accept. And then John and I will talk to them publicly with all of you. And I'd be really excited for you to meet them because they were really cool. So um, ladies and gentlemen, though, this is episode number 324. Last week, John kind of took the floor and talked about where the state of the real estate what market was. And, and he had a lot more to say about it than I did, to be, to be honest. But today... Today's episode, number 324, is going to be what digital marketing strategies are going to work in 2022. And I'm actually going to break this out into two categories, okay, for for the people that are here. And since this is more my – well, that's not necessarily true, but but this is a strong area. Well, I took up most of the time last week. So. There we go. That's actually the truth. John's being more honest than I am. The truth is he just is like, hey, I took up all the time. Why don't you take up most of the time? I'm like, okay, I can talk forever. Let's do this. So <laughs> I, I can I can I can testify for that, listeners of yours. Oh yeah, you can. Yeah, you can. All right. So buckle up, buttercups. Here we go. Okay. We're going to Discuss digital like 2022, and I'm going to break it into a couple of categories. The categories that everybody knows, you already know all these companies, and I'm just going to kind of say a really few fast pros and cons. I'm going to do this quick. And then I'm going to tell you some of the cutting edge stuff that I think is going to work. I'm going to cover the usual players. And then John has agreed to let me take the stage very briefly and discuss the strategies that I focus on, which are going to work in any year very well all the time. Up market, down market, doesn't matter. And we're going to discuss some of those because they will work very well for you in 2022 if you decide to invest in them. So first, though, the usual players. Who are the usual players? Direct marketing companies like KV Core, Sync, Real Estate Webmasters, Boomtown, Sierra Interactive. Now, Sierra Interactive and Real Estate Webmasters fall into an unusual category because you can do SEO on their site. But here's what we're seeing in, in SEO. Unless you have a personal message attached to your site, these search sites that do really, really well for SEO, such as Real Estate Webmasters and Sierra Interactive, are not performing as well on lead generation. You're not getting as many leads nor as strong as leads. Hear me on that. So do you want to necessarily make as big of an investment in those real estate search sites as you once did? That's questionable. The direct marketing companies that are out there, the only companies that are really probably going to continue to excel in 2022 are the ones that are layering in ancillary technology that right now Mostly is Ylopo, but many other players are getting into the mix. So what do I mean by ancillary stuff like automated texting, uh, automated checking of a lead when they give you a, a, like a secondary email address? What they can do is they can go out and check the email and then find out where their real email address is and give you a whole buyer profile, even though technically the person tried to be clever and not give you their real information. That's an ancillary layered technology Yet another one of the ones that Ylopo is using. Now, Ylopo has become overbooked, so please don't listen to the show and go, oh, it's all Ylopo. No, they, they, are, they are at the height. They are, have huge momentum, and most of their markets are crowded with the strategies that they're using. So I'm starting to hear a lot of consumer feedback that 
they're not as effective. That doesn't mean that you can't see a strong ROI. That doesn't mean I'm not recommending them either. It just simply means that I want you all to be aware that this is a company that is now reaching maturity. Their strategies are reaching maturity and many of them are not nearly as effective as they once were. Okay. So uh, you have lower quality websites, which everybody loves to, to bring up to me. And I understand there are literally 1.5 million of you who could be listening to this show and ask me questions about Wix, Squarespace. Um, and the list goes on. Anybody under the sub $200, Easy Agent Pro, uh, Real Geeks, of that entire stack, Real Geeks still remains a shining gem of a company. You can actually, for the investment that you can make with them, they can succeed in direct marketing and they can succeed in SEO. They are one of those companies, though, that without the direction of their former founder, it is a little harder to work with them than it used to be. So do I recommend them in 2022? Until they go out of business, I, I'm suspecting that in some way or another, I'll be recommending them. Can, or, I, ask, can I ask a quick question? What, sure. what, do you, what do you see... Because that's high praise from you, even though you quantified it a little bit from the next sentence. But what do you, why do you, why do you think they shine out than some of the other names that you were talking about? Mostly because it, it's price versus value. That's why they shine out. So, so they're cheaper by far. They're half the price of uh, of Sierra Interactive, who's another very good company. They don't have the diligence in development shops. They're not trying to sell you a night like, like me, Sierra, you want a really high insight? Sure, we can build it, but it's going to be nine, ten, fifteen thousand dollars. That's a big, that's a big number for 99% of the, well, 90% of the people listening to the show. And for the other people, you have to justify the investment. Real Geeks is beautiful. $700, $200 a month. It's reasonable. It's not, it's in the reach of almost everybody listening to the show. And it's not going to put anybody in major credit card debt if they're a brand new agent. Yeah, I'm sorry to interrupt. Obviously, you haven't mentioned Mailrite, but the other factor you I still don't. You, I still don't know well enough. I know all these other systems like, yeah. about, like the back of my. But head. another one that we we kind of position ourselves is Agent on Fire. You you've never really mentioned them at all, don't you rate them at all? <laughs> not really. No. But here's here's the thing. There's there are so many companies, Agent Fire, uh, Realty in A. Like I can go on and on, and I can go on to Mailrite. And and here's what I will say about Mailrite. Um, John is drives John crazy, but I'm always even handed with everybody. Here's what I like about Mailrite. I still haven't really deeply looked at the technology. John's like development stack requirements to get up to the par of some of these systems would be very high. Maybe he's achieved it. Maybe he's not. I haven't looked at it close enough, but here's what I love about MailRite. That is true from my heart to anybody listening to the show. So you can still get John on the phone. John is a, is a incredibly well-versed WordPress developer. He's deep, deep in that world. I strongly recommend that anybody who's thinking of going in the direction and starting in the direction of building WordPress projects. You can talk to John if you're in real estate. You can get some advice from him. Yes, he will talk to you about MailRite. Yes, he'll show you MailRite if it works for you. Then sign up for it. WordPress development is complicated. I wish it wasn't, but it is. What plugins you use, how you build your site, who you have building your site, how you support the site after it's built. Do you have a way to check the plugins? Are they being monitored, managed? And that's without even going into the functionality that that you build to do told, real estate specifically. Yeah. Yeah. So all the things that I just mentioned before I even got into real estate, 
John is really he's a great resource. So thanks for that. I really appreciate it. But when it comes to real geeks, you know, what Pacific, so it's the price point compared to some of the more advanced systems that you were talking about, some of the other previous names you were mentioning, which have some very high ticket, ticket numbers as well, haven't they? But for the price for what they offer and because of their background, do you think of that lesser price group, Real Geeks kind of semi-shines out for you? Would that be right? Yes. It's Again, it's, it's a value proposition. They have a reasonable CRM. You can text. You can do a lot of cool follow-up out, out of it. And once again, you're, you're still spending less than $200 a month. It connects and does Facebook ads all for the sub $200 a month range. It's value for money. Most importantly, though, their websites are well-structured. And it, for SEO, for everything, they have skipped all the fancy graphics. They don't even allow them to be built onto their platform. I've got a client that called me the other day spending $5,000 a month and driving it into Real Geeks website, but the Real Geeks website kind of looks like all the other sites, which is a pro and a con. Mm. However, you stick with, like if you, if as a website developer, you keep telling your real estate clients, I don't care what you tell me you want. I'm going to build you a well-structured site that's going to work well in the search engines and, and everything else. That is a very hard message, Sean. Many people will not buy from you when you give them that message as a real estate agent, which is fine. But the ones that do get a well-structured website that's going to work well in the search engine, it's not very pretty. It's probably not what a branded or luxury agent is going to look at. But it is absolutely something that's functional, which is going to serve 50% of the real estate market. They have one of the broadest market appeals that, that, that is out there. Because can, they- I, can I put, put this to you? And, it, and we might have a little bit of time to discuss it before we go for our break. Mm-hmm. I have some real problems with this whole whole conversation, really. Okay. Um, not with you personally or anything or what you've what you've said. I just want to explain why I have a problem with it. Sure. Um, because these sites, as you as you as you totally know, because you really understand this, and it's the bread and butter of your business. Sure. Is yeah, in in coding terms, it might be SEO friendly. In some of the technical sides of SEO, it might be friendly. But without, I also see websites divided between those that are designed for buyers and those that are designed for sellers. In a way, sure. sure. Um, but without quality relevant content that really Google likes, they can be as technically proficient as they like, but they, they have no value to Google. That's how I'm seeing it. I don't know hmm. what your response to that attitude. Now, without investment on write, you know, writing content that would be useful for people coming to your website, and then they might look at properties that you're displaying for your IDX feed. But without that value proposition, I really, and I find with a lot of these conversations and I find with a lot of real estate websites, 
that's fundamentally missing that core value proposition. Okay, so that's going to be the second half of the show because I'm going to cover the stuff that we do, which is all about content and such. But I'm going to answer the question halfway, and then we should probably yeah. go to break. Okay, the halfway answer is this. So very, 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 very few real estate websites are built with on-page technical SEO signals that are correct. The right amount of links that guide to the right amount of pages that have the right titles that also connect in a kind of silo way like neighborhood, city, building, that kind of way. Things like that, like an organized way that Google understands. Because so few real estate sites are actually built in a technically SEO proficient way. I'm not talking about content, just talking about SEO. Um, Google really likes the ones that are. Now, there's very few of those. As I've already said, the real geeks here, interactive and real estate webmasters are the only people that have the chops probably to do it on a consistent basis, and they don't necessarily do it. Union Street Media and some other like very independent small shops, they might, they might, might have the ability. Me, me, definitely. But we're nothing. Like, I don't plug inbound REM because I'm not a competitor to no. any of these places that we've... That you're, we've you're like Mailwright, you're a boutique player, aren't you? Right. So all of us in the boutique area, you might get somebody who could do a good branded site and, and do it in a technically SEO proficient way. But these guys that are churning out you know, 20, 50, 100 projects per month, maybe more, who knows? You and I don't know. I don't know. Like, who knows how many they're churning out? And and to do it at that scale, there's only a small handful of players. Now, could that change? Sure. There might be a product line that Playster has that they could build because I'm I'm pretty convinced they probably could with the direction that they've gone. But that doesn't mean like when you look at their low lower end products, John, like the same price range, like $140 a month, that's their new pricing. I looked at their new pricing. You look at their new pricing. Nobody's getting a technically SEO sound site for $140 a month. Ain't gonna I, happen. I wouldn't have thought so. <laughs> so, so there's they have a concierge product though that's a much higher end product that that attaches a, an account manager. And as I I haven't yet published my reviews, but I'm going to. When I do, I'm going to say this: this level of performance that you're going to get probably is going to come down to. How skilled are the people that they're putting you on the phone? Like, what kind of advice do you get? What kind of consultation do you get? How do you decide to build it? Yeah, but I still, I still get to the point, which you're going to cover in the next minute after we go for our break, is, yeah, you can have a technically structured, optimized SEO, you know, the structure, the navigation system, the meta tagging, all the technical SEO bits but if there's no real content on the bloody site and you're not using paid traffic to drive traffic to that website and you also don't invest any time, effort or money in the actual content, you're still not going to get any results, are you? Well, that's what I was going to cover in the second half. Right. But I, I, like, let's put the pin in here. Ladies and gentlemen, we're going to come back. Whatever you're watching us on, please do us a favor. Hit the thumbs up. Leave us a comment. John works so bloody hard on the show, and I show up. So we should uh, we should absolutely positively be listening to you and hearing your thoughts and getting what you want us to talk about. Because John and I will just go on ad nauseum about whatever entertains us that particular day, as those of you who we love keep coming back and, and probably realize. And we're so grateful for you. So thank you very much. Stay tuned. Here's what I'm going to be covering in the second half. I'm actually going to talk about 
my bailiwick. And for those of you who stay for bonus content today, I've got some gems for you because I'm going to cover bleeding edge stuff that nobody knows about. Deadly serious. Even John doesn't. All right. There's very, there's very little that I know about, actually. Uh, okay. We'll be back in a few moments, folks. All right. Do you want quality leads from homeowners and buyers right in your own neighborhood? Then you need MailRight. It is a powerful but easy-to-use online marketing system that uses Facebook to generate real estate leads at a fraction of the cost you'd pay from our competition. We stand behind our work with a no-question-asked 30-day money-back guarantee. So don't delay. Get started today. Go to mail-right.com. Welcome back to the Mail Right Show. Ladies and gentlemen, the second segment of the show is going to be covering. So we're talking about strategies going to work in 2022. John, John and I got on to the big popular ones. We talked about a bit about Real Geeks. And then John uh, was starting to cover, hey, even if you have an SEO technically proficient site, really, if you don't have anything on it that is uh, content-based, is it really useful? That was effectively how I recognized the question. And I'm going to say this. No is the answer. You need, it's not enough anymore because do these sites work? Do these technically proficient SEO sites work? Yes, they still do. Okay. They get you in front of organic search, both long tail and primary keywords on Google. Once people come to your site though, I have to ask the question. I'm going to ask it to John and actually John knows the answer because he's driving in this direction, but I have to ask the audience the question. Think, Think of this to yourself. If what you're driving them to is neighborhood searches, and all you have on your entire website that's personal to you is a bio. And I've seen hundreds of these. There's no information about you. There's just a real estate website and neighborhood searches, which might be a little bit more specific than Trulia or Zillow, which is great. And maybe the, rec- the recognition that you got on the search engines is in some markets still relevant. For most people, though, when they're looking at these search sites, they're going to do searches. They're going to use your site. They're going to find your site. They're going to maybe even register with your site. Now you have a lead. but are they, did they make any personal connection with you? No, they did not. Did they learn anything interesting? No, they did not. And they're going to for, probably forget both you and the domain that they found as soon as they're off it. Now, maybe if they come back to your site five different times, you have a chance of them registering based upon brand recognition and having that lead be of value. For those of you who propped up this site, these kinds of sites for many years, I have no doubt that you're still getting results. I will bet all of you listening to the show that you have watched those results in terms of lead quality and lead quantity dropping slowly over the last five years and now rapidly over the last two. That's my bet for every single one of you listening to the show. You can tell me if if I'm right or wrong. I'm guessing I'm right. Now to address your question, John, the, the answer to the question is today's marketing in 2022 is about personalization personalization in content, personalization in video, letting people know who you are. All effective marketing strategies are, are heading in direction. So John and I talk ad nauseum about video. So needless to say, that's still number one in 2022 video, but it's personalized video. It's not fancy listing presentations on your YouTube channel. Uh, it's something that's featuring you letting people get to know you a bit. Same thing on your website, John, to answer the question. Doing a deep content page is great. And having a lot of, and that is step one, and it still does work. It doesn't work as well as it used to. Text-based content is not, unfortunately, drawing in the same kind of results as it used to, which is, by the way, for everybody listening, 
this is what I've been doing for 16 straight years. I speak from, this is my area of expertise. I speak from a great deal of data-based insight onto this subject. See, what I, I just want to see if you agree with this, Rob. I see, I totally agree with what you just said, but I also link it with top quality. Doesn't have to be, can't be done overnight unless you're going to hire people like you to write it and know about. But what I see is what you've just said linked to top quality, what I call evergreen content that has some real value. And we've had episodes where we've discussed evergreen content. So if you go to the Mailwrite YouTube channel and do in search for evergreen, it will come up. Um, We've had some, but that's what I see is video about the team, about you, why you're different, and really top quality evergreen content. What do you think about that, Rob? Well, that's true. So in terms of strategies that are going to work in 2022, the direction my entire agency is going for every single reason that that we have, I go where the market goes. For everybody listening, I'm, I, I, am, I quantify myself as an inbound marketer, but really what I love is telling good stories. Which is, which is a critical element of inbound marketing. John's calling it evergreen content. It's telling a compelling enough, or it's giving a compelling enough answer on a subject. So real data, database, you know, data, data-friendly, format-friendly information on things like property tax. Because another thing about SEO in 2022, it's formatting, page formatting, interactivity on the, on the content page itself. Like, can you interact with it? These are signals that Google has gotten really, really good at collecting. It does play into the evergreen story, though. Do you have all like a really good content piece? You just or reorganize the, the formatting. It doesn't really change the concept of writing a really good content piece. It just changes how you're presenting it. Do you have a good infographic that summarizes all the points in the content piece so that when somebody's looking at it, they're like, oh, you know, that's an interesting point about this neighborhood or 50 famous people who've lived here. I didn't know that. Like, or 50 years ago, this neighborhood was established by a guy that, uh, you know, was the descendant of a slave owner or something. Just some, some really interesting detailed fact that, that people didn't know because it catches their attention. They pay much more attention. Once you have one aha moment on an evergreen page, here, I'll tell you all something that are listening to the show. A great evergreen page of content only needs to present one aha moment. You need to try to get it early on in the page of the content so that somebody goes, oh, I didn't know that. And here's what happens, John. They pay a hell of a lot more attention to the other 90% of what you wrote. It's it, because they had, they're like, you wake them up with something that they actually learned. The problem with the internet is we're not teaching anybody anything anymore. We're regurgitating what everybody else already taught. That's the problem. So you have to have good researchers and educated writers who are really trying to give an unusual and excellent answer. Now, everybody listening to the show, if you do this with email, if you do this with, on your website, if you do this on a blog, if you do this on a YouTube channel, these are all inbound marketing strategies. And I hate to say it, to, I'll, I'll, I'll ring this bell until it shouldn't be rung anymore, which is this is still the best, most profitable marketing strategy long-term that you can pursue. Now, in 2022, is the best year 
I've ever seen to get into it. Why? Because we're in for some market shifts. Content marketing, evergreen marketing, as you said, John, it tends to be more stable. Yeah, I call it, I call just to finish off, and I just want to get your response there. I call it evergreen content. This is content that you've invested time, either your own time and your own money, or you've got somebody like Robert, or we we do some of this at Mailwright, but it, we do it at a, a lesser price level than what Robert's team does it at. But investing, the reason why I say evergreen content is important because it's possible. When it comes to blogging, Rob, blogging is great. Blogging, and what I mean by blogging is re- regularly writing about, things that your target audience would be interested in and would find value. And writing blogs still has enormous value. The reason why I don't, unless you're going to hire a, professional, a team like yourself or a, a copywriter that has experience of the real, real, the real estate industry, they're not cheap. It. Uh, so if you're not going to hire them, you're going to have to do it yourself and you're going to have to dedicate yourself uh, doing it at the same time and just doing it once a month probably ain't going to push the needle. So you're going to have to do a lot more, a lot more regularly and try and fit it in with the rest of the bloody things as a real estate agent you're expected to do. And I don't think most agents can do it. Um, they... they for understandable reasons, it, it it's the first thing that gets dropped because they've got other things to deal with. So I don't think regular blogging, unless you hire a team like yourselves, um, you're better off investing the money on really great evergreen content because I think that will pay dividends and it's realistic. I, I, again, I agree. There's no disagreement. And in terms of investing in content, oftentimes, like you just, you end up getting out of it what you want. With us, it's not so much. I don't do a blog post much, which is kind of funny that you mentioned that. But, but quality, here's the one thing that we do agree on. I don't know that I agree on quantity. You should, once a month would be an aim. But here's the, here's the critical factor in that thinking. You, if you blog a lot, you can get lucky and hit a topic that maybe there isn't uh, like a lot of strong results in. And so your content doesn't have to be quite as good. And so you can back into some traffic. That's, that's a great reason to blog more frequently. If you think that you have the skill and ability to have a good shot at ranking each and every single time you write something because you've spent so much time on it, it's high quality. You're going to send all the signals in, such as manual outreach, backlinking, uh, maybe a social push onto social channels. Maybe even you add a YouTube video onto the same post. So now you have three or four different levels of signals. Your images are properly Im- like optimized. That's another level of signals. So now you've got five levels of signals into a high-quality piece of content. That, to me, is the better investment. It's quality. Quality, focus, concentration on what you're trying to say. Users, and users in my experience, and John, we may disagree on this, but I've noticed a proliferation of people paying less and less attention to shit that's being put on the internet. Like, they're just not. It's You really either have to set yourself apart or, in my opinion, 
you probably shouldn't be bothered. So it's that's just an opinion. It's I I it because but I want to say what that opinion is based on. It's not enough to get somebody to to browse a piece of content. We need to make an impact. We need to get them to pay attention. We need to at least get them to watch your video, the personal piece, the personal connection bit. Yeah. Because if we get all that going and we get that personal connection, guess what, everybody listening to the show? I'm going to say something that is so contrary to what we all believe. You know one of the big things that's going to happen in 2022? People are going to use their damn phones to call you a lot more. Your phone's going to ring a lot more. Believe it or not, some of this digital stuff is driving people towards a phone call. Now, there's lots of reasons for it. We could do a whole nother show on all those reasons. But I'm I agree with you. I am for – yeah? Okay. Yeah, I'm, I totally agree with you. But I think I think what is – and I, just to finish off before we go on to bonus content, is I notes with my other business, I've got Mel Wright and I've got another business, folks, um, is – you get you get the person that hits your website that you know looks at the home page and if your proposition isn't what they're looking for they bounce you got other people that might spend 5 minutes like 3 4 minutes looking at some of the crucial pages and then they bounce and they're probably not going to come back now if the per- but the person that's come to you because they've read about you or they listen to a podcast or they've seen you on local radio or they've been following you on Instagram, doesn't matter what it is, and they come, they know what you're about and it's come to the time where they're interested in your service. They come to your website. Those type of people, I, when I look at my Google Analytics, they look at every freaking page of the website. They crawl in every part of it. They know the bloody... I've had customers that signed up for my services, Rob, that pointed out grammar mistakes to me. <laughs> uh, um, and I'm not good on grammar because of my dyslexia, but I have everything copied, you know, read and checked over. Um but they still find things or they find contradictions deep in the frequently asked questions section that nobody's visited in donkey's years. <laughs> they know about, they've read, they've literally read every freaking word on that website, Rob. Would you yeah. agree with that? Oh, total. I had a client the other day that came in and, and read my terms and conditions and pointed out about 50 different errors and inconsistencies in it. And I'm just like, who are you? <laughs> like who reads the t- the terms? Who reads it? Who reads it? It's like what? So yes, I agree with you. So ladies and gentlemen, this has been an interesting first half. We're going to go to the second half. We're going to take a well, a bonus content. Bo- bonus content. Sorry, yeah. my bad. John's right. It's a bonus content. I'm going to cover. This is guesswork, bleeding edge shit. Okay, but it's going to be it's bleeding edge shit that I'm using that I'm looking at that I think is going to not just move the needle, but destroy the needle. And it's going to be very uncommon that anybody in real estate is going to hear me. I'm going to tell it to you anyway. And then you're going to come to me and pay me a small fortune to get me to do the same thing for you. For those two people that might be proactive and listen to the show and really hear me on this, maybe you check these services out without a Robert or John. And you go out and these two, these things I'm about ready to discuss, they could change your business. So stay tuned. 